Hey there, Crosswinds family and friends. Welcome to Crosswinds Unleashed. Each week, we're dedicated to bringing the best stories and biblical life principles from authentic believers. Our podcast breaks down the Christian life through interviews and practical instruction, we hope, in a fun and accessible way. I'm Craig Cooper. I'm the host of the podcast and lead pastor of Crosswinds Church. Uh, As I do in every episode, I want to give a special shout out to Elijah Merrill, our producer. Um, All that's good about this thing, uh, he has put together and has done. Um, Anything that you have any questions about or or you think didn't quite measure up, I'll take full responsibility for that. Uh, If you want to learn more about this podcast or anything Crosswinds related, head on over to our website at crosswinds.church. So this is our our third episode with Sam and Reka. Uh, If you haven't heard the other two, you'll want to go back and do that over the past uh, two weeks. Um, But Sam and Reka, thanks for being back with us. Thank you. It's our pleasure. We are so blessed to be here. Right. Well, we're blessed to have you. It's been exciting to hear your story. Um, uh, Up to now, we've talked about how you've come to Christ, how you met each other, got married, uh, what brought you to the States. And now we, we talked about the fact that there's this church planning opportunity uh, through our district uh, to plant a church in West Henrietta. Um, and so, you know, just to sort of fill in some of the gaps, so you were sort of praying about an area. Um, you uh, hooked up with uh, Palkun and Janelle Nove, who, who uh, yes. are co-leading this yes. church plant. Yes. Um, and so God drew you guys together and even brought an area to your mind at West Henrietta um, uh, area of Rochester. Yes. Um, you get ready to, to plant the church. And was it two weeks after you moved that, that the COVID shutdown happened? It was, as a matter of fact, one week after. One week. As soon as we moved into city, everything shut down. Week. So then, you really can't next. plan for that one. No, like, I don't no. care how much <laughs> assessment and planning and strategizing you do. You show up and right. and you find out you're not going to really be able to talk to a whole lot of people. Exactly. You're going you're to be locked up for a little bit. And, exactly. So talk to me about that. I mean, <laughs> I, when I tell friends this, that they they're blown away. Right. You know, they said you got to be kidding me. I said, yeah, they were just there. I thought it was two weeks. Actually, only one week. Yeah. And the shutdown happens here in New York. Yeah, we, you know, like you very well said. You know, we were excited. We were prayed up. We, we met with our friends, uh, Pakun and Janelle, and uh, some other frail folks. And they said, oh, we have this church planned in mind. And we're going to be talking to people, reaching out to people. We had a prayer march and I mean prayer drive. We were planning to drive around communities and whatnot, all those things. And then uh, moving into a house, and our house was uh, basically we wanted to open as a, a place for them to come and visit us in a prayer time, and we wanted to start it off as a Bible study. And so we had all these plans in mind. Boom, everything shut off. The whole city was, I mean, the whole country, the whole world uh, were uh, shut um, COVID. So now what? We were we were asking God again, Lord, what is it now? We are all excited all this time, and now we can't even talk to a person. We can't even, you know, we were just peeking through the windows, you know, where anybody show up or anybody driving down. <laughs> that's in that that's how intense it was for a yeah. for a for a, a season, you know, and for a time being. But again, you know, God's timing is perfect. So there's a way God, uh, you know, lead us into and. Uh, we had to be patient again. So we were praying, silently praying. And uh, by faith, uh, we said, okay, we will start uh, meeting online. So we opened up a Zoom link 
And of course, we, we only knew some friends, and but not everybody was able to join. It was basically between uh, Janelle Bakun and us, you know, just four of us. We were just meeting online every week. We would get together. We will have a Bible study. We pray together. We will continue to submit our vision to God. And I said, Lord, here we are. We are ready to move, but, you know, you have to open the door. So that went on for at least a, a good three, four months because um, because of the COVID restrictions. And so there are times, you know, nobody, even my wife was busy and Pakun and Janelle will be able to uh, join and uh, I will be all by myself, you know, <laughs> I, on Zoom link. I will have a like a selfie Bible study, you know. Sure, sure. I will look at myself <laughs> and I have my own, you know, I, te- I teach like uh, as if uh, everybody's sitting in front of me. You sure. Know? That, that We did that for a couple of times, you know. <laughs> but through it all, uh, God was so gracious and finally we had some breakthrough. Uh, probably around six months down the road and uh, we started meeting people uh, one-on-one and then of course you know we were bivocational so we were look searching for job and God opened a door for uh, both my wife and I to find jobs and so through workplace we were interacting with people uh, friends and uh, um, uh, colleagues and whatnot and people were interested to our story and so we invited them to come to the park we started meeting them uh, like a small picnic time and all that. And then we invited them to our home finally. And so one day they came, they were willing to come. And so a few people came to our door and we had a prayer meeting started at our house. And then we started meeting at uh, park uh, public places again uh, once a month. And uh, last year, uh, 2021, Easter, that was our first public uh, service, uh, official service we did. We rented a facility uh, in Henrietta and uh, uh, we had about 50 people uh, came to worship together. That's great. And when I opened my eyes uh, after opening prayer, I saw people from different nationalities sitting in front of us. Yeah, and I guess we should back uh, backtrack just a little bit. Right. And that was your vision. Yeah. Uh, what God had laid upon your heart was a multicultural church. Multicultural church. Yeah, multi- so I remember when you went and sort of visited West Henrietta. Right. Um, we had spoken shortly after that that visit, and you said the nations are here. Exactly. Talk exactly. to me about that. See, um, again, you know, multinational or multi-ethnic idea was again uh, the core of our vision. And we were uh, coming from that background as well. We Even in India, we were ministering to people group from all different languages and cultural uh, backgrounds. And, and then uh, other mission involvements, you know, people from Middle East and other Asian countries and whatnot. So that has been our passion. So we were praying and uh, uh, we came to know Rochester uh, became a, a melting pot. People coming from all different parts of the world. And people are here already, you know, and refugees are coming from different nation, nations as well. And so God said, I'm bringing people to, right to your, your your neighborhood, right behind your yard, you know, backyard. You know. So why don't you minister to them? So that that's how it sparked out and, and this vision become more alive in our hearts. And so uh, that has been our focus ever since. So you have this service then. Yeah. You pray and you open up. Yeah. And here we saw at least uh, seven nationalities. People were Philippines, people from Nepal, Cambodia, India, uh, uh, Ghana, Africa. They were Ukraine even were sitting in front of us. Uh, it was a, just a glimpse of what God was would do. 
uh, in the days to come and, and, and build our faith again, you know. So that was our first humble attempt, our first step of faith. And, uh, and ever since that, we started meeting once a month. And so all through uh, 2021, we met once a month and then we had a meeting uh, uh, at our home uh, on a weekly basis. And then we were praying continually and uh, uh, God opened a door for us to move to our parsonage. And the parsonage... Yeah, a church actually closed, closed in our district. In the district, yeah. Knew what you were doing. Correct. And, and gave you the parsonage yes. and what they had in their budget, right? In the budget. What they had in the bank. Exactly. You know, whatever money they were saving and they gave it to us and and they said, you know, here it is, you know, do what God called you Continue to do. with the ministry. Continue with the this, ministry. Yeah. Uh, it was it was absolutely uh, mind boggling the way God opened that door. For yeah. those from Crosswinds, this this if you if you haven't made the connection, this is Inspire Church, who we support. Yes, uh, it's our sister, one of our sister churches here in the district, and the one where Steve, who's on staff, led the crew who helped uh, make sure the parsonage was was where it needed to be for you guys to move yeah, in. Exactly, and, so, uh, and they did an outstanding job, and uh, I I don't have enough words to. You know, thank uh, Steve and the the crew that many people volunteered uh, yes. timeless hours and all over the district. People over came the district, and helped yes, too. Steve yes. was just coordinating. Correct. Our church was part of what many Correct. many people from Correct. other churches yeah. came and did. Yeah. And so when we left home, and there again, you know, I, I want to share this too. When we left home, India, we didn't know where we were going. We didn't. We 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 had a house. We had we, our life was comfortable regardless of all the external. Uh, struggles that we were going through for the sake of the gospel. But we were content, we were happy, we were satisfied. We had everything comfortable in a sense that God was providing. All of a sudden we were uprooted. We didn't know what is next. And uh, of course, uh, when we moved to Rochester, you know, with the help of the district again, we were able to rent a house. And again, I, I was very restless. I knew this is this is not what God has for us. We were silently praying, patiently waiting. That's when one day Pastor Matt called me and said, Sam, I have something to ask you. There is a parsonage available. And I was wondering, you you would share with Rekha and you would pray about it. And if you guys are willing, we are willing to get that ready for you so you guys can stay in the parsonage and, and continue the ministry. And uh, I was saying yes right away. <laughs> <laughs> you had been praying. Uh, yeah, we've been yeah, praying. You, you both know? had been praying, yeah, exactly, right? Exactly, so, exactly. We didn't have to... This was an answer prayer. It was yeah. an answer of prayer. Amen. We didn't have any second thought. We said, absolutely, it will be a blessing for us. And sure enough, we moved into the parsonage uh, last October. Uh, and ever since that, you know, God has been so gracious. And uh, I have to share this as well. So as soon as we move into the parsonage, we were also looking for a facility where we can start meeting on a regular basis, on a weekly, uh, for weekly service. Because yeah, we, the weather is changing. Correct. Weather is changing. You're in New York. We are in New York. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the cold weather is coming. Exactly. We couldn't meet in the park anymore. Right, and, right. And so we were praying, and uh, then we came to know that uh, the, the, the church that used to be a, a Wesleyan church many years ago uh, was sold, and that church was given to uh, Rochester Chinese Christian Church. And so we were told to contact them, you know, ask them if we could use their facility for a different time to uh, uh, have our service. So that's what we did. And we went and meet with the leadership and we asked them, you know, would you mind 
we could uh, have a service uh, at this place. And uh, so, of course, they have their morning service. And they said if it's an afternoon or evening service, we would be more than happy to uh, uh, have you guys, you know. And so that's what God made a way for us again. And, uh, sit- and now, Am I right, Sam? Correct me if I'm wrong here. Yeah. But the individual who helped connect you to that church, mm-hmm. didn't he years ago pray that there would be a multi-ethnic ministry? And it just... Yes. didn't seem to be happening. Yes. And now it is, Now right? it is, yes. Yeah, they've been praying so many years. And uh, they, they they had some initiatives in the beginning, and but it didn't work out. And then they were silently praying. I mean, they heard about our, uh, uh, you know, initiatives and our vision, and they said, well, why don't you just go and talk to this church? Uh, uh, maybe they were willing to give you that uh, opportunity. And so, so ever since that, uh, you know, since October, again, right after we moved to our pastorage, that same week we started our weekly service, uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, Sunday afternoon, we started meeting. And it's been really uh, a blessing and we're gaining some momentum and people started coming. Even last Sunday, we had a new visitor came uh, from Nepal. And uh, and so we've been reaching out to people. We have a, um, a core group of about 20, 25 of us are regularly meeting. And then we have visitors uh, basically every Sunday. And you're meeting people in the neighborhood? and In the neighborhood. And uh, we, we were ministering to people from uh, uh, Ethiopia, India, uh, Pakistan, uh, different uh, religious background, and we have a Muslim family that we've been really, really ministering to lately. And uh, God has been opening. Do you doors. feel comfortable sharing that story of how you met them? <laughs> is that is that something you feel comfortable sharing? Sure, sure, okay. absolutely. We may not be able to give a lot of details. No, no, that's fine. Uh, just yeah, just uh, it's just it's, yeah. it's just another God correct, story. Correct. So one evening we were walking in the neighborhood. Uh, I told my wife, let's go for a walk. And, I, and this kind of encounters happen many times. So I'm not very surprised, but and God does it. It's so beautiful. So God's, uh, you know, so I've been prompted in my spirit, you know, just to go around this particular location, you know, uh, the next block uh, in our neighborhood. So we took a turn and we were walking and uh, I saw a gentleman uh, waiting outside the house, you know, he's standing outside. He looked like from India you know, an Asian origin person. So I told my wife, you know, I'm going to go introduce myself and shake hand with him, you know. My wife said, he's a strange person. Why do you want to do that? You know, <laughs> this is America. This is not India. You know, you can't just walk up to anybody's house like that. They may call 911, you know. <laughs> so she was trying to uh, pull me back. And I said, no, 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 that's okay. Even if, I mean, it's just a casual, you know. We just let him know that, you know, we are our neighbors, you know. And, and so... I took off, you know, actually she was holding me back, but I took <laughs> off and she stood, you know, by the driveway and I walked up to him and I introduced myself and I said, I'm, uh, my name is Sam and I, we are your neighbors and we just live right a couple blocks from this place. And uh, he was so happy as if he was waiting for us. He was so happy and so friendly and he welcomed us and he said, you know, my name is so-and-so and uh, we are from Pakistan. Why don't you come inside? You know, we, we can chat. And so I told my wife, and I showed my uh, my thumb, and I said, it's good, you know, don't worry. You know? <laughs> so she was scared, and she was wanting to probably, you know, take off. But she joined us, and we, we, next thing is, it's, it's, it's an amazing story. We walk into the house, and they welcomed us so warmly, and they began to share, and they said, you know, we want to know more about Christian faith. Uh, we are Muslims. 
uh, we've been brought uh, strong uh, in Islam uh, faith, but we are interested about learning about Christ because even in our Quran, there's a lot of uh, yes. significant mention about Christ. But we are not. And actually, and what he was doing was obedient to the Quran. And the fact that it says if you have any questions, you ask people of the book. Correct. Meaning Jews and Christians, and right? Is, so exactly. he's asking. He's asking, yeah. yeah. So, so that's what, you know, so our friendship developed. In such a way, we become very close now, and they have three beautiful children, and and so we go and visit them. Every time we visit them, we get into the Bible, and they would ask us about their concerns and questions. And uh, the last conversation was about the second coming of Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. You know, because they want to know, because the Quran does mention about Jesus coming back. And so they have some, uh, you know, vague uh, information. So, so uh, we were privileged to take them to the scriptures and tell them, you know, what is God's plan. And and so uh, we are we are watching an exciting journey that's already began. And uh, it'll be amazing to see that transformation. One day they will fully surrender to the Christ and, and say, Lord, uh, we want to serve you, you know. Uh, we have witnessed it uh, happen before and in our ministry time. We have seen uh, God done it, and uh, he's going to do it again, you know. So it's right in our neighborhood, you know, a couple blocks from our house, you know. Uh, so if, if I can go back two episodes yeah. and many years, right? right? Um, here you were. You, you were saying, Lord, I don't I don't know if I want to really do this Christian thing. Right. Um, it's uprooted my family. Right. It's brought persecution. Right. Um, through all that, I, you even said, I, maybe I just take my life. Right. It'd be, it'd be better to take my life than, than to live like this. Right. Uh, through the voice of God, God drawing you to himself, you you uh, receive him mm-hmm. and receive a, a, a call to yes. full-time yes. Christian service as right. far as a pastor and church planner and right. missionary leader. And, Ray, as you share your story, right. uh, you know, you, you come to Christ. And, and you know, I, I don't think I'm abusing the word miraculously. Yes. God speaks right. to you. You're praying for your dad to be healed, who is Hindu, right. mm-hmm. and um, he heals. He heals your father and gives you the words from Scripture. Right. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son. You don't know where that's from. Right. Takes you on this journey where you finally find out mm-hmm. it's 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 God. It's a Christian God, and it's the God, right? And, right. and that it comes from John three sixteen. You come to Christ. Right. Um, you know, go back two episodes, and 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 then the second episode. I mean, the reality of it is, you're beaten for being a Christian by your father. Right. You're almost starved to death, <clears throat> seven mm-hmm. days without food or water. Mm-hmm. Um, you stand with Christ in the midst of all this through mor- another miraculous means. And, and again, I don't think I'm abusing the 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 word at all uh you know it's 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 when i say miraculous i mean if god weren't a part of it it wouldn't have happened um you know and in a way that's out of the ordinary right i mean god right. intervened you guys get together uh you're married you're ministering in india right. um persecution is 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 constant yes. can i can i use that word is yes. that true yes it is it's constant but it actually Comes to a fever pitch, if correct, you will. Correct. Um, your life, your family's life, is 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 in is in immediate danger. Mm-hmm. God um, releases you to leave. Yes. You come to the states, not knowing what's the next step. What's the next step? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You talk about. I hate to use the word desperation, but mm-hmm. but but a little bit of desperation. You're with correct. God, saying, "Lord, I don't I don't want to show this to my family, but right. what are we doing here? 
Right. What purpose do you have for us? And now you're in Rochester. You're, you're you know, leading this church plan, Inspire. Mm-hmm. Um, you could never have dreamt that. Like, neither no. one of you, as, mm-hmm. as you come to Christ right. in India, um, ever in your wildest dream would have thought you're going to pastor a multi-ethnic church, multinational church in Rochester, in New York. Never, right. never, never ever dreamed that yet. But let me ask you this question. Would any of that happened if you hadn't said, Lord, no matter what, I'll serve you? Hey man, no, no. My my, I remember when I totally surrendered to the Lord. I said, "Lord, here I am, just as I am. Whatever you want to do with my life, do it, Lord." I gave that word to the Lord. I made a commitment. I will serve you, Lord, no matter what. So even in hardships in India, we we were doing that. We were doing everything best as we can to continue to share the gospel, and even while. We were drawn away. We were, you know, rescued from India and came here. Our passion never died. Our desire to serve the Lord never died. We never questioned God, even though we we pour our heart before God and ask uh, uh, for solutions. But we we never questioned God or doubted on God. But as a human being, of course, you struggle because yes. you don't have answers. You don't have immediate. Uh, uh, provisions or solutions or plan in place. And so we talk about this walk with God by faith, right? We are supposed to walk by faith, not by sight. But but this is real, yes. you know, when you don't have a blueprint in front of you. Yes. And we are living in a day and age, you know, you have you have to have a logical sense for everything, you know. You, you have GPS to go anywhere you want to go. Uh, we are so uh, uh, comforted in, uh, you know, attune our lives in such a way. What would you do when you don't have a plan in place? You don't know where your next provision come from, your meal come from, and uh, your f- future for your children. You know, my children's educations were interrupted, and uh, they didn't know wh- what to do next. And my wife, you know, is as a, as a mother, as a wife, you know, she is trying to hold everything in her heart. And as a father and as a leader, you know, uh, to my children, and I don't have answers. I don't have. A, certain uh, uh, hope uh, to give to them. All I could say is, God is faithful. God <laughs> and Reiki, when you, when you share about you coming to Christ and, and, and coming out and basically your mom saying to you, look, if you deny Christ, right. you can eat. Right. Basically, if you deny Christ, you can live. Right. And, I mean, your response to me is right out of the Scriptures— it's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, mm. right. who are told you'll either bow your knee or you're going to die. Die, right. And mm-hmm. you give the same answer. I mean, that's when you were sharing that story um, right. from your life, I, um, that account, um, I got chills because uh, what you said was, even if I die, I'm not going to – you didn't say I'm not going to bow my knee – like right. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, but you say even if I have to give my life, I'm going to give my life for this God. right. And that's that's just, uh, that's profound faith mm-hmm. to take literal what it means to deny yourself, pick up your cross, and, and follow me. 
Right. And so I'm going to ask each of you sort of as a, a closing question, then I want to get, give you an opportunity to give some information to the to mm-hmm. the listeners if they want to get in touch with you or learn more about Inspired Church. Sure, sure. But, sure. but for each of you, and Sam, I'll put you on the spot first okay. so Rekha can have time to think. Okay. But you've got to go right away, okay? <laughs> one word of advice or one statement, one last final word to those who are listening to this podcast who are, who are asking the question, you know, maybe they're in a situation where they don't know what what's next or maybe they're not even a believer yet or maybe i don't know what would be your if you could sit across from this person you don't even know listening what would be one word you'd want to say to them i would say uh, uh, we can trust god god is faithful he will never disappoint us his plans are yea and amen he is alpha and the omega he knows from the beginning to the end we can fully trust him and he will never, never leave us or forsake us. That has been our story. That has been our experience. And we taste God on a daily basis. Miraculous provisions, uh, uh, providence, his peace, overwhelming peace in the middle of everything going uh, in a chaos. You know, you you know and you know that you've been taken care of. Ah, that's good. That's good. So... Our, so our God is a trustworthy God. Amen. That's right. Amen. Rekha, what, what would you say? For me, the the words that I heard first, uh, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He's a promise keeper. He did send his son uh, to save the unsaved, you know. Like I remember uh, my my colleague, she was asking me, she's a Hindu, and uh, I shared my testimony with her, and she said that, do you feel like uh, you betrayed your community or you feel like a traitor or do you regret? And I told her, no, I do not regret, and I do not feel like I'm a traitor because... Uh, I said, then, of course, I'm in a medical field now, so I was passing meds, and I said, see, if if I'm passing meds to a patient, like if I'm giving him Tylenol all the time, and if it's not working for him, what do we do? So she said, well, we give ibuprofen or switch to any other medicine, and I said, exactly, that's what I did. You know, I, I, I have seen some truth in the word, you know, and I wanted to stick to it. And I have no regret because he sent his son for me. He saved me from my sin. He took my, he took my shame. He took, he took my shame. He became a shame. So I, uh, I wanted to serve him and there is no regret. And I, <laughs> God is a promise keeper. Yes, he is. He is same yesterday, today and forevermore. Wow. Good word. Good word. Sam, how how can they hear more about Inspire? What, what, where would you send them to find more about what you're doing there and what God is doing in the midst of this church family, the sister church of ours? Yes, uh, so we we do have a website uh, available. It's uh, it's uh, www.inspirewesleyanchurch.com, and uh, we have uh, most of the basic information is available, and uh, to support, to get involved, and uh, to pray. And to know more about, uh, uh, we also update uh, periodically all our uh, uh, developments and events that are happening. And so, our one of the major event coming up is the Easter service, of course, and we are looking forward to. And this time again, we are going to have a service in a public uh, place, We're inviting a lot of friends and families. And there will be an international gathering again, and uh, food, and uh, looking forward to an amazing time of 
sharing the gospel with the people so we would appreciate your prayers and uh, th- uh, thank you and you can also reach out to us uh, through our district um, and also uh, with pastor craig and with crosswinds yeah, crosswinds yeah, church if you yes. go to our website you have a connection there as you go down our mission page correct uh, and finding out about inspire yes well i i have thoroughly enjoyed as i always do my time with both of you um, i uh, i i feel blessed uh, hearing uh, your story what god has done uh, in and through your lives, what he's continued to do in and through your lives. And um, yeah, if this if you just caught this episode, you're going to go back and, and, and listen to the other two, uh, the previous two weeks here. And uh, my guess is if you're like me, you're going to listen to these more than once. Uh, it, it is just encouraging. It, it's, it's amazing um, to see what God does in the life of another person. And so uh, thank you so much for listening. Again, remember, uh, check out crosswinds.church. That's where you find out all things about this podcast and, of course, Crosswinds Church. You can find out more about Inspire by either going to their website or go to our website under the missions area. You'll see a link uh, to their website there as well. But for now, be blessed and bless others. Bless others.